0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Grown Up. I'm Laura Blair. And I'm Abby Blairs. And this week we are going to be talking about the positives that we've got out of lockdown.
1: And probably some of the negatives too, because de- let's be honest, there are quite a lot of
0: negatives. The definite negatives. Neither of us have Corona at the moment, you'll be all pleased to know, and we are two metres apart.
1: We are two metres <laughs> apart. Are. We, we could have Corona, we might be super spreading it around the
0: room. You could. I definitely am not. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that have just tuned in, I, I got corona very, very badly at the start of lockdown. In fact, the day Boris Johnson announced lockdown, I had corona. Just what, in time. Just in time <laughs> to make a full-scale video of it. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about the positives that me and Abby have both realised during lockdown. Because I think it, this whole period, it's made me realise what's important and what's not, right?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, go on, you can start. What is the fun- fundamental... Actually, no, I've got number one rule out of lockdown Okay. that you can never, ever have too much toilet paper.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, this is true. This is true. I've never thought I'd live in a world where like panicking about loo roll would become a thing.
0: Oh, I didn't even think it was, I wasn't that bothered about it. I was always like, oh, these silly people that are like panic buying and like stocking up on food, stocking up on toilet paper, paracetamol. I did none of that and I was just chugging along and then suddenly I had no toilet paper. (laughs) I had no paracetamol and I had the worst corona that I think the doctors described it in the top five percent of bad cases lovely so i definitely would have loved a bit of toilet paper during that
1: time but i do think that toilet paper is a strange thing to be bothered about because you can just shush your ass shush your ass with a shower
0: well it depends on your living situation i mean if you live with your boyfriend and you're like
1: well if you're in that situation (laughs) it's end of the world mate you just have to deal with the fact that i'm gonna have to shower my vagina (laughs)
0: Every time I do a wee. See, I lived alone and it wasn't that much of an issue, but I would have robbed some toilet paper. We're getting off on a really weird start. <laughs> <laughs> so go on, what is your? what is the one thing that you've brought out of like the whole thing that you think is positive?
1: That I don't really need other people. Like, <laughs> thanks, mate. <laughs> I feel like I'm quite an introverted person and I was absolutely okay and being in my little bubble which was like two cats boyfriend and like that i'm really fortunate to have those things i also completely and utterly realized not that i didn't know it already but it like consolidated the idea that i absolutely do not want to be doing the job that i was doing pre-lockdown and when i was told that i didn't have a job anymore there was a little bit of me that was like yes i don't have to go massage people anymore and i can actually focus on my business and doing something that i actually want to do
0: yeah i think for the first time ever there's so many people that had the opportunity to work on themselves rather than do a crazy nine to five or work for somebody else like so many people have started up their own businesses during this time
1: yeah and like yeah it probably is one of the worst times to start up a business but if you've been furloughed or you've lost your job it's like what can you do and you can either sit there panicking and worrying, or you can try to be in some way productive. And for me, I definitely went into that productive zone. You definitely have been productive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And why do you say it's the worst time? In
1: terms of like for myself, because I do like dating coaching, a lot of people don't really want dating coaching because they can't go on dates. So there's definitely that like genuine obstacle that's in the way. However... I've been able to do like my YouTube content and learn a lot of stuff about what I'm going to do in the future. And I have adapted how I work as well. So I think it's kind of like rather than seeing the obstacle as, right, that's it, I'm going to do nothing. You should think, okay, so how do I get around this? Because there will be people in the world who flourish during this situation. And it's like working out how can I be someone that... Maybe not flourishes, but doesn't completely sink and tank. And how can I use this extra time to, like, elevate where I am in life?
0: Of course. You couldn't have said it better, Abby. I was just thinking, <laughs> I sound really clever here. Welcome. What's going on? <laughs> so, for like, I think there's always... There's, there's still the same amount of people in the world. There's still the same amount of money. What you have to think of is, how can this situation benefit me for instance, say, if you are, you work as a dating coach, don't you? Yeah. So there's still the same amount of people that are single, myself included in that, <laughs> <laughs> and we're still wanting to find love in some way. So how is it during this time? Do you connect these people? And it's, it's having the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm going to say smartness. I do not see) <laughs> smartness. That's not the word but having the intelligence that's the one to
1: (laughs) as if you struggled to find the word (laughs) intelligence
0: I struggle with my words it's okay um it's having the intelligence to think quickly and adapt to a scenario that will help in this situation and I think that's what has what businesses have boomed during this time and what businesses have failed and it's the adaption so um what have I learned during lockdown (laughs) I'm laughing because it's been so awful for me. I read a quote. Um, I had, like, a casting come through, and one of the things that we had to do for it was a quick... What did I think about this quote? And it was from Joe Wicks. Do you know Joe Wicks, the PE yeah. teacher? He went a bit viral during lockdown, didn't he? <laughs> <He's> <laughs> he one, did, yeah. He's one of the ones that adapted. But it was a quote from him, and it it was... You have to... It's key to keep busy during lockdown. And I, the first thing I thought is gosh, those people are so lucky if they've had the opportunity to be bored and to make themselves busy. Because mm. for me, obviously I was ill for so long. I had corona so badly. I lately just fought for my life for two weeks. And then since then I've been dealing with a chronic illness for so long. So for me, I have not had a single day where I felt well enough to be normal. In mm. fact, this week after six months is the first week that I have felt normal to go back to being some sort of normal life. And I just got really, not jealous, but I was like, oh my gosh, this lockdown sounds so nice. (laughs) And I remember when I'd spent two weeks solidly just like really sick with Corona that um, I saw these people like being with their families and like playing board games and like doing business. And I was like, this place people called lockdown, it looks fantastic. Yeah, Like I fought it by myself on my own no one around me like all my family are up north no one could be with me even if they wanted to so I feel like it's really made me learn that to when you think things are bad like it could be so much worse like there's a lot of people that were thinking oh we're all shut down I can't see my family and like it could be a lot worse you could be one of these people in ICU which I was so close to so I feel like just Lockdown for me, I've just realised how lucky we all are. I know that sounds crazy. It gives you a whole new perspective on life. Like, I was so fit, so healthy, and now I'm living with a chronic illness, which so many people that have been through corona are are dealing with. So that is what I've learned. And to stock up on toilet paper. Definitely, yeah. (laughs) And paracetamol. (laughs) So in terms of friends and family, like, what is the... What have you learned about yourself during this time?
1: In terms of friends and family.
0: Like the people around you. Well, the weirdest thing about my family is that my dad's always been really
1: depressed because since my mum died, it's like she, he's been very, like, down, grieving. And the second that lockdown happened, he was this weirdly cheerful guy and he's in that group where no one can see him and he's just a bit like... It's almost like he's like, oh, I've already been in lockdown all this time and been feeling isolated. Now everyone else yeah. has to be too. woo Um, But, yeah, I I feel like I've been... Zoom calling, Skyping my dad. And I haven't been able to see my family because of his situation is that he can't be someone, he's such a high risk group that I can't see my dad and haven't seen him for all this time. But generally he's been keeping quite sort of uplifted and like positive. And for once we actually had something to talk about because we had corona to talk about, whereas a lot of the time Boris we don't know what to say. <laughs> what did he
0: say? No, I'm just saying. You, oh yeah, so that that whole thing. Everyone was so obsessed about tuning into Boris at five o'clock.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I was. And then I reached a point where I was like, you know what? I I don't think all this like looking on the news and sending like memes and sending little videos, it's fake news. Is helpful like in the long term like at first it was quite like interesting and then I just thought you know what it's happening I almost need to remove myself from this because it's actually getting me down so there have yeah. been definite like very low points and I think like we you and I are luckier than a lot of the population yeah like, I genuinely think that
0: going back to your dad blossoming in this time (laughs) I can completely relate because I think now when everyone's in the same boat and everyone's locked in you almost I get a bit like say if I'm in on a Friday night I love being in my house and working by mm. myself. But if everyone else is out, I get yes. a little bit like FOMO. The FOMO
1: thing, yeah. But
0: because I knew everybody else was stuck inside, I kind of was, like, really quite enjoying... Once I got better, I was, like, I didn't mind it. It was mm. quite nice for me. But the moment, like, the restrictions lifted a bit and people started going on holiday and, like, my decision has been to s- still stay in England. Like, I think it's a bit... I don't. I don't think it's a good idea to travel right now. That's my personal view and i think going through this all the decisions have to be a personal one so it's not saying right or wrong it's just personally for me especially with how ill i've been i don't want to leave the uk right now um don't want to go on an airplane because of the i don't know just i think every decision is personal not to judge what other people do but the moment everyone started going out again. I got like real FOMO, <laughs> but I'm okay doing what I'm doing, like inside by myself. It's just when other people start to go out and have yeah. fun you think, God, what's out there?
1: For me, it's like more the guilt. So I used to like feel like, oh, I should have done this today. I should have done that today. I should have been more productive. When you kind of can't be productive in the same way, the guilt goes away. So it's like, if you're not like flourishing in the way that you wish to, When the world's on lockdown, you do have a little bit less pressure in a sense, because it's like, well, no one else is doing great. I don't need to feel so stressed about this or I don't need to feel so stressed about the fact that I don't want to go out because I often don't want to hang out with people. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm the same. I'm I'm the same. same. (laughs) unless there's a real purpose to something yeah I find it really and women are meant to be typically much more interested in small talk for me it's like everything needs to have a purpose yeah so like if you and I meet up it's usually we've got to talk about the podcast or we've got to shoot something or we've got to there's like it's progressing me and I feel like the guilt of like if if I'm not just doesn't make sense that
0: happens when you're ambitious Do you know what I mean? When you're ambitious and you want to be somewhere and you're not in that place that you want to be, you have this feeling.
1: Mm. Like if I'm sat just drinking Prosecco for no purpose, I feel like I'm wasting time. If I'm sat drinking Prosecco and I'm also talking about Got how to progress things <laughs> i've got a notepad and pen in hand then i'm happy like i can't truly relax but, but lockdown did teach me to, to relax, relax just a little bit
0: so what's interesting i have i've had to take it so slow over the past six months like i physically cannot go over a certain amount otherwise i just i'm um, back in bed for a couple of mm. days so i've learned to take it easy and you know me i am like on it like i work at like 99 percent effort constantly like before I got caught corona I was just literally go 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 constantly so with after being ill and suffering with the illness for so long I've just taken it up if I need a nap I'll go nap for a couple of hours if I need a day off I have to I've been forced to have to do that yeah and actually what's really interesting um because I work in social I don't know if you guys are new here but I work in social media I'm an influencer my channel has grown the fastest it ever has done at this slower pace. Yeah. So I sometimes think that it's actually, we put so much pressure on ourselves and actually if we take a step back and think more, we are better at what we do. If yeah, that makes sense. definitely. Going full speed ahead and putting your foot on the pedal is too much, which is ironic because the thing that made me so ill with corona is because my immune system was too... It, kept the foot on the pedal and was attacking too much. So it's in fact that our bodies work better if we keep, like, keep the energy levels down a touch, if that makes sense. Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it does. if my thoughts make sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what would you, like, say, like, we've got this, like, new news now that there's the second wave
0: wave, which we all knew was coming
1: yeah of course it was (laughs) and like if we go back into another lockdown like obviously that's really bad and you know we don't know everything's very very uncertain do you have any advice for people who you know maybe like don't find lockdown easy at all because there are lots of people who get really bad cabin fever like what kind of things do you think people should put their energy onto?
0: Well, for me, the things that I've changed, I'm going to change preparing for second lockdown. I've moved. And I know that's not an option for some people. Yeah. But I I just needed a change of scenery. And I needed outdoor space. So I am moving to somewhere that's different to where I was ill because I just needed to get out, like Mm. the bad memories and stuff. And somewhere with outdoor space. And for me, during lockdown, my being able to make YouTube videos in my own home really really helped even if it was at a slow pace like i had something to do every single day and i know not everyone makes youtube videos but you've got to find your thing that keeps you productive during this time that you've got to give yourself a mission or a a job or like even if it's house even if
1: your mission is mission relax yeah because I think it's okay to relax, to relax a little bit because yeah. I think we do feel pressure from other people like if someone looks at you for example they might be like oh my gosh she's just smashing lockdown i can't even like on any level understand that or but connect you, to that This is
0: what's wrong with our generation or this world we live in today if any you see my videos on Instagram and you think god she's like doing everything all the time. Okay. Yeah. I film these videos in one day for about, two, and have footage for two weeks. And then those two weeks I spend on the couch really, really struggling like yeah. with my health. So... You it's should,
1: like a little snippet of your yeah, and existence. I'm smiling and
0: I've got makeup on and actually the reality, I'm in a hoodie looking like death, hardly being able to breathe. So you should never judge what, other people are doing, you need to have blinkers almost onto like what people are doing around you and just concentrate on what you're doing and as well. If you go for life, people ebb and flow, is that the right sentence? Like Yeah, like people, you have peaks and troughs yeah, in your life. So, someone could be peaking while you could be troughing. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So you should never look at what people do around you. And if you do, just use it for inspiration. Like how, if I see someone doing well, I always, I never have an ounce of jealousy in it. I'm just like, how did they do that? What are they doing that makes that work? Like use other people's um, success as almost a handbook to teach yourself what they're doing. I think that's key. Yeah. So in terms of um, friends and boyfriends and stuff during this time, because I want to talk a little bit, like, about dating in lockdown. Because
1: oh,
0: yeah. Ironically, the day Boris announced lockdown, I had a date.
1: <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah. But you also had corona.
0: I had corona. I <laughs> had a date. It all got cancelled. I was
1: but thinking, <laughs> did you give your date
0: corona? Such a good job, though, because I would have done. Yeah. Wouldn't I? Yeah, and that's just
1: it, is you just don't know... And I think now, this is sorry, this is a bit of a tangent and this is a bit negative, but I'm a bit bothered. Like now winter happens, flow, flow, flu, flu and colds happen. Now what happens whenever someone sneezes and coughing? Like we're all going to be very, very confused this winter very and very like panicking about our health.
0: I actually generally would be very, very concerned with dating. It's, it's, you have to be so careful. That is the one way you, you, you get do, corona yeah. very badly and it's how I think I got it.
1: Yeah, but you can now. I think the good thing, because I'm going to be positive about dating, obviously, (laughs) but like you can do your virtual dating, you can do phone calls, you can slow things down because I think a lot of the time there's this pressure on people to like escalate a relationship from zero to a thousand and, you know, like, you go on a first date, do we kiss at the end of the day? You go on a second date, third date, oh, do we have sex on the third date? Oh, I don't know. All that sort of thing. It's kind of, like, been removed so you can actually get to know someone slightly slower and build maybe a little bit more of a longer-lasting connection. Yeah. And, yeah, of course, there are definite downsides. But I do think, you know, if you've been chatting to someone for a while and you've been doing socially distant dating, then maybe in time you can create a little bit of a bubble. But you know.
0: Do you know what I liked during <laughs> lockdown? In London, this is the crazy thing. It's the busiest place in the world, but no one knows anyone. So yeah. when you li- so say I live in southwest London, um, never really hung out with people around where I lived. And lockdown, I almost like turn towards the people that live near me. I'm like, we'd hang out in the parks or go for walks, obviously social distancing, but it really made more of a community where I lived. And I think it's so important because in London, especially, it's so busy. We just didn't do that before. So I don't know. It's, I like the slower pace. It makes you, it's it's built foundations, I think for us to move forwards. Mm. And I think it's key to make the most out of, when life throws you lemons, make lemon juice.
1: Lemonade, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: fizzy lemon pop (laughs) it's true like when i um got corona and i knew i was going to be off work for so long and obviously i filmed my life so i just filmed my experience with corona and by doing that i must have helped it reached like 1.5 million people and i just think how many people did i save bringing awareness to how bad corona could be
1: definitely because I think a lot of people and myself included don't know many people that have had it and then there's a lot of people who are like oh is it really a thing yeah and is it really happening you go outside and everyone looks kind of happy and everything seems to be okay and you're like aren't there like people dying here I don't know anyone and then it happened to you and for me that's like been quite important because I don't doubt that it exists because I've seen what happened to you. Like, yes. unless it was some freaky other illness that I've never witnessed before, like I know it was real what happened to you because you I remember? was on the phone to you and I could Do you hear it. The and I could...
0: note where you were like, make you sound bad. You sound I was like, you've awful. got
1: corona. I was, I was like,
0: no, like, no, it's <laughs> laryngitis. You're like, no, seriously, you sound awful. And then the next day, I was like, oh, I got laryngitis. I got corona. <laughs> 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 it went down so quick, but
1: you were in denial for ages. So- you would have like it's a good job you did stay in but you could have easily been like I've got laryngitis this corona thing doesn't exist like you could easily have been that person
0: I think I like I was in so denial that I didn't think it was a thing I didn't think I'd get it like and then it happened to me and I just I thought personally people needed to see how bad it could be
1: yeah and I think people do need to see that because we forget and we just it becomes something that's very far removed from ourselves. And it becomes an annoyance, you know, that, oh, I want to just have more people. It's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have more people. Because if everybody takes that mentality of, I'll just have a group gathering, we'll be fine. If everyone does that, things will not be fine. You have to think about the bigger picture of, like, how it's impacting other
0: people. Yeah, so my parents, well, my mum particularly was getting a little bit sad. Because since she's been probably the only person that's seen it very, like, obviously, you know a bit. But my mum has seen it through and through. Like, she was there... At three, like sometimes I was on FaceTime to her at night whilst I fell asleep because I was scared I was gonna die. And she's been there every time I've had a relapse. Like she's seen firsthand, like really, really every step of the way, how bad it's been she hasn't left the house in six months. And That's she's it. getting upset because her friends are going out and acting like normal. And I keep saying to her, I was like, yes, mum, but you've seen how bad you're, you're obviously staying in and you don't want to go out because you've seen what it's like. These mm. people have not seen how bad it can be. So it is
1: difficult though. Cause I also like understand the mindset of, well, you know, life is a gamble. I understand that because people might be thinking if this goes on for 10 years we can't really be locked down for 10 years how long is it actually going to go on for and i think all this uncertainty causes a lot of issues with people and it causes it's kind of a bit like the marshmallow test where they say you know if you wait and um, you can have two marshmallows or you can eat marshmallow now i think a lot of people are eating the two marshmallows now because they can't control and they don't know what's going to happen does that make any sense no no <laughs> I feel like
0: That's I
1: understand I it. I understand it in my own head. It's like the no, the, the self control. Yeah, is like they can't see the longer version. Yeah, and I, I nor can I, nor can you, nor can anyone, because no one actually knows.
0: I've said this to my parents, though. I keep telling them, like, would you? Ro- I'd rather have my mum and dad in ten years' time than see you now. Like, I'm not going to see my parents. I have to go stay with my sister who works as a doctor, so she's obviously exposed to it anyway. But um. Yeah, we've just locked them up because I would rather have not see them now and see them in 10 years time than worry about, like, get over having a, a gathering with them right now and just FaceTime. I think, God, imagine if FaceTime wasn't a thing during this time. I it's know. Or my amazing. internet,
1: as I moved house. You were <laughs> yeah. saying about moving house. I moved house because my internet was so bad that I couldn't have, like, Zoom meetings And at one point, Netflix wasn't working. And I was like, if Netflix isn't working, the world really is ending. I was like, I can't. Like, Netflix, for me, and for lots of people, I imagine, was very, like... It kept me, like, Netflix entertained. Kept... <laughs> it really kept me going. Like, Netflix is, like,
0: life. <laughs> so during a, during a point in the lockdown, like, I would FaceTime me mum and then me sister. My me dad's next to me mum, so they got them both at the same time. And then me nan had a slot. And then we'd have a family quiz with me dad's side on the Saturday and then the my mum's side on the Sunday. Like, my family have never been closer, and I think that's one of the things um that's been good for me out of lockdown like and i want to keep up like i love me chats with me nana <laughs> we have a right answer but um i think as well having been very isolated in moments of my life before I think just sending a text to someone, like, do you want to do a quiz tonight? Do you want to meet in the park? Like, you don't know what the people are doing. They can always say no. Yeah. So I found during this time, just checking in with more people because you don't know what's going... I think we have a habit of thinking everyone's okay and everyone's got their life together. Or everyone
1: it's... thinks exactly the same way that we do and yeah. we're, we're okay so everyone else is and it's just not the case.
0: Like, if you feel lonely, text a few people, ask them to come meet you. They can only ever say no. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think we have the habit of thinking everyone's not got time for me or like they're too busy or they wouldn't want to hang out I think many many people have been feeling exactly the same way of being isolated and lonely during this time so I think we should all text everybody
1: yeah I mean I set up a meetup group called single and socially distancing and more than 400 people joined like very very quickly it's like so there are that many people who genuinely want to Network and socialise. So, if there are that many in that one little section, there are probably many, many more of the people who do actually want to get involved in conversations. It's just you have to go seek them out a little bit. Yeah, have to be a little bit proactive.
0: So, I live alone, and I've always been quite happy to live alone. I've always thought I was quite lucky to have my own flat in London, and because I was so busy, my in my previous life our previous life <laughs> in that previous life we used to have I was so busy and I wasn't in my flat very much but it was nice to come back to like a quiet flat and I really loved that but switch it to lockdown and I was in my flat by myself 24 7 no one to cuddle when I had corona <laughs> a cuddle would have been nice And it made me, I felt so isolated for the first time. Like, people ask me, like, do you get lonely living alone? I've always been like, nah, not at all. It's quite blissful. But this period, I've been like, yeah, it's been really proper lonely. Mm. And it's just... I just think there must be so many people feeling like I do, and as much as you keep yourself busy, that you need human contact. Absolutely. So even if you haven't spoken to a friend in a long time, just be like, do you want to come for a two-meter chat in the park? Or like, I don't know. Just I think we, I really realised how much we needed each other during this time. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, forget money, forget any any materialistic thing during tra- traumatic things like cr- this Corona pandemic all we need is each other can that be a song
1: all we need is love it is a song it's
0: it's true like we don't need any of the materialistic things we've created in the world to be happy we just need each other we could play a board game and a bit of cash (laughs) yeah a little bit of cash a roof over the head would be nice and some blue roll yeah, when we were being asked to, like, stay in, I was like, we are so lucky that we have a house. Like, these homeless people yeah. don't have a house to go to. Yeah. Just things into perspective. So, as we round up today's first podcast, I'm glad we're back. You know, I know we back. don't have any
1: extraordinarily ordinary guests anymore because we, of this situation that yeah, we're in. We
0: do, correct. But I feel like we're both extraordinary. But,
1: or, well, I don't know. <laughs>
0: well, that wasn't the word I was looking for. We're both... Abnormal. Not ordinary. <laughs> We're both a bit not normal so it kind of works. But yeah, we hope you guys are all doing okay during lockdown. And if you want to chat, just catch up with us on grownup underscore official. Is that the one on Instagram?
1: Yeah, we used to get the Instagram going again.
0: We do, we do. <laughs> <laughs> but Grown Up is back. We're going to be doing it once a week. So if you want to tune in for a chat with us, feel free. And we will see you very soon for another podcast. Bye-bye. Bye.